Can you see this? Yeah. So this is the effort. And when you look at the histogram of Watts, I talk about this in the old training and racing with the power meter, they actually do this exact example where the Watts fall off, where there's that big gap. That's kind of oh. like, Hey, he was riding really close here for a long time. And then the duration fell off. So that must be his threshold. So right in the middle would be 315. Gotcha. It's not really this one. It's more like you, but this is really more showing some of that anaerobic contribution, but there was no way to really tell from this chart. Like, how do you know? And so that's the whole point of the algorithm to more say, okay, aerobically you're at 300 Watts for this long. Now, if we had pushed this to 315, this number would probably be like 30 minutes. And then they yeah. came out with FRC showing you the amount of work that you could do over threshold. So having all these metrics combined gives you a better picture. Whereas before we were like looking at this, we were looking at average Watts and it was like, mm, yeah, maybe he's 300, maybe he's 315. Let's make it 310. We're in the ballpark. And you know, it's just one yeah. of those things you, we're splitting hairs. So you really um, are. Do, do, do you think that VO2 max is relatively accurate? Cause that's pretty good. From what people say, yeah. I mean, dude, that's what I'm telling you. Yeah, 60, you're getting into like the good cat three, low cat twos. I think they say like mid 60s is cat two rider. But that's yeah. what I've been telling you, man. Like you're a strong cyclist. Yeah, for sure. Well, it's now, it's now decided that I'm an all-rounder, not a time trialist. Or did you change that? I can't change that. Um, oh. Yeah. That's pretty gangster. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> um, funny. Yeah, so, what I did before was more like time trial type efforts. But no, it's good to do this kind of effort once in a while to make sure you still can because I don't really do that type of effort anymore. So yeah, let's um, talk about the let's talk about crits coming up. Let's talk about crits because I've never been in one, and I've certainly not been in a three four crit. Yeah, don't stop worrying about dude three four. You bring up three four so much like you don't belong there, and you do. I understand the I understand the well. I haven't done these before, so shouldn't I do a four five? What I want you to constantly remember is is just that like you're not going to learn any good habits or see anything great from a four or five crit. Not from uh, this four or fives, but the more you get into these faster ones and better ones, the quicker you're ugh, quicker you will acclimate. No, I got that with the road races. The, the four or five road races are actually slow. They're frustratingly slow. Yeah, and it, uh, and and it's not and it's not. A, I don't really question your assertion that I've got the the watts to be in a three four crit or a road race my concern is my lack of race experience with both uh that's really it but but i hear you like you're not really going to get to the race experience unless you kind of do a vertical climb on the experience part it's like it's like um another athlete went to his first crit and he was like wow that cat five crit was like when you see four-year-olds playing soccer together it's just like a shit show of kids running all over the place no one really knows what's going on and i was like that is an amazing analogy so let's skip you to getting like let's not have you do it that way let's go into a three four crit where you're gonna see there might be a couple teams there's definitely gonna be some strong dudes you can watch and see what's going on uh, the analogy at the same point um so when I got my, the first race I got my cat one that I went to do was green mountain stage race. It's a huge race in Vermont. It's cat one only at the time. Ted King had come back from Europe. Dude, I went and got my ass kicked, but I wanted to go to see how these guys race to get the flow rather than going as a cat two and just trying to win. You know what I mean? So like, it's the same yeah. thing. I just want you to 
well, dude, we're looking, I'm not, and maybe I've never verbalized this. I don't care about as much about your results this year in cat three, four races, because I think you have the Watts to be able to do cat two, three races, cat two races. Like that's a, I think where we want to see you go is what we want to get the experience with. I'm not concerned about the Watts yet at all. Like you're, we kind of talked about this and just to your mention before, like you're almost too strong for a four or five race because you're too strong that you're like, this is really easy, but just not strong enough to ride away from 30 guys. So you're in that funny place where it's like, that's when I'm like, dude, you don't need to be here. You need to be in the next not, race. Not strong enough to ride away from 30 guys by myself. Exactly. And Again, I, I was I was open to offers to ride away with someone else, but it never happens. It's just hard. People don't get the dynamic yet, and yeah. it's even in a one-two race, man. Like, I'll get up the road with some people, and people aren't making the decision fast enough to commit. And it's just like you can tell who's a new cat one or two. It's like, dude, there was no time to think. Like everyone's back. We missed that boat. Like, get back in the mix well, and we'll try it again. It's just interesting because, like, when you look at my effort yesterday, like, not not to say you can take an F, a 1.01 VI effort and translate it to a race environment, but, I mean, if I had just, like, gone off the last half hour of Tiger Town and put out that wattage, I would have stayed away from the whole pack. <laughs> Dude, you're strong yeah. enough. It's just the timing and making, yeah. you know, it's... But it would have had to be, like you say, an impeccably timed attack because timing is absolutely everything. They would have, if it was downhill, it they would have surged and caught me if it was uphill it's a little bit less clear well this is one of the flats uphill they might have some momentum and then you're mm -hmm. going slower and it's you know yeah a lot of factors at play but so so the crit mm -hmm. um basic things it starts from the gun most like people will be clipping in and sprinting i didn't tell somebody that it sounds obvious i didn't tell somebody that and he was like the gun went off and he was ready to like casually clip in and people were like riding away yeah you want to try and we joke. It's you want to storm out of the barn. It's the race to the start line, meaning you want to be not warming up to the last second and getting there and being last. Do you know what the rubber band is? Like how as a group goes, say there's 40 guys, as a group goes around the corner, the first yeah. 10 are going at the speed they want. Yeah. Controlling the speed. The middle bunch is like start is breaking. And as guys are accelerating out of the corner, the people in the very back are just starting to break. So as people come around the corner and are taking off, the middle guys start chasing and the rubber band gets longer. And the people in the back are just taking the corner as these guys in front are at full speed. And then you're really sprinting out of the corner. So it's this and the rubber band. I, I wouldn't have put it that cleanly, but I've observed that dynamic in the road races. Yeah. So it's going to be amplified in the crit. So if you're at the back, you're surging, 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 surging. It's like a workout where if I told you, okay, go out and hit 600 watts for 10 seconds and then settle in the tempo, 600 tempo. Eventually, you can't do it anymore. Times 40. Yeah. Meanwhile, meanwhile, the guys at the front are doing tempo, threshold, tempo, threshold, much less fatiguing. So be, that's where you want to be. You want to be on the, uh, you want to be very close to the front. And yes, like we talked about another time, if you have to spend a little energy or match to get that position and to suck a little wind to get up there, totally worth it. Okay. Um, the middle can also be referred to as the washing machine. It's quite mm -hmm. chaotic. I've heard that. It's, you know, if you are not moving up, you are moving back, literally. Like you can blink and you're like, I'm in a good position. I'm going to chill here. Bad idea. <laughs> 
exactly. <laughs> um, I've had that happen at road races. It's take inventory of the people that look nervous and get the hell away from them. You're going to see them. They're just, they're newer. They're not used to riding in a pack still. Maybe they might be a four that did a bunch of races, but never really did a crit. So, but you see, the thing is though, you ride with ones, twos, it doesn't have to be a crit. You're around fast people. I'm really, you're going to see some new riders possibly just steer clear. Um, if something goes up the road, you know, if there's 40 guys and one guy goes up the front, he's probably asterisk, probably not going to stay away. Somebody might try and bridge up. Somebody bridges up. Like, you know, you want to, if there's 10 guys going up the road, you want to be in that because one thing that people don't always think of is say there's 40 people, 10 guys go up the road. Well, now there's only 30 chasing, but really maybe 10 are chasing and 20 are like sitting in, hanging Just on. Just chilling. Yeah. yeah. Well, so not chilling in a crib, but you know what I mean. No, but yeah, I mean, sometimes in the back, some people sit in the back, some are there just to ride for an hour and they're, yeah. they're getting dropped. So like, you know, well, that but, was, well, there's, there's a, there's a stereotype as I understand it of people who do a ton of mid pack finishes like this and upgrade fast, but haven't really learned to race. Very true. There's a, yes, there's a lot. I mean, I can, I can go on the experience points track and just ride 20 of these. It doesn't matter how I finish as long as it's with the pack. Right. <laughs> You can do that. I mean, dude, they, you can become a three, but they want people to upgrade. They're not going to stop people from upgrading. I mean, that's the reason why they redid everything because people, it was, it used to be really hard to upgrade. That's why fours and fives were like 90% of the population. And I think it was like 2% was ones and twos. So it was hard to feel the race at times. Um, Getting to cat three is not going to be a problem. And so I would yeah, say do I want to be there is another question. <laughs> definitely. Hell yeah, you do. Dude, you want to be cat one. That That's the goal is well, get up there, race super hard yeah. races. Then we got to talk about Watts, but yeah. Um, that's why I'm telling you, we're not worried about Watts yet. Cause you need to get to the cat three, get in there, do those races. It's like a stair step. You got to stair step the Watts and stair step the progression of the racing and who you're racing against. And, you know, that's why I want you to do, we do some of the group rides with faster guys. Like there's just so many things that you need to taste to continue to improve on all aspects of it. Yeah. Said said differently, the guys that are only inside, only doing Zwift, only focusing on Watts, they go to a race and race other people. And they're like, they're like, wait, what, what? Yeah. It doesn't big FTP, no experience does not blend. No, it does not. You know, you know, I, I, I mean, you actually raise a good point. Uh, even though I haven't done any races until this year, just the fact that I've been doing like these world's rides with twos and threes, local two threes. And I mean, they're, they're, they're fast. They're fast. They're legitimately fast. Uh, they, they may not be P one too fast, but I mean, they're, they're, they're fast. They're definitely faster than me. Um, I feel like that's taught me a lot about riding in packs. Well, 100%. Um, that's not to say that I'm great at it, but I'm, when I was in these four or five races, I saw things being done that I had unlearned to do a long time ago. And I thought I was just doing some local group rides. What do I know about races? You know, but it turns out that actually there was a lot of good experience already accumulated. Dude, hundred percent. I mean, I could tell when we first started talking about training and, and racing and whatnot, just the things that you said and kind of like where your acumen was at. I was like, Oh, this dude is clearly ridden with people before. Um, it's, 
you know, those conversations and even just comments and training peaks and things in emails or whatnot, I can get a sense of, you know, where on the totem pole is this person at? And that's one reason why I think, I mean, you just shook your head of like, oh, I'm the super new guy. It's like, you're not really like, it's, if we had this conversation with you two years ago, it'd be much different, obviously, than right now. And that's well, why I've really been more trying to push you into these races. Cause I, I wouldn't do it if I, I didn't think you were ready. And well, able I, I, to I feel you, and I, pre and I appreciate that. And the uptake has been fast. But just keep in mind that in March 2020, I was riding my trainer, and uh, I thought, you know, if I could hold 200 watts over an hour, it was a good day. And before that, I was just riding my Roubaix around the countryside. Like, it's been a, a pretty rapid progression. It has, but that's what, like, focus training does for somebody. You know, I mean, dude, I remember um, – I'll never forget this memory of, like, uh, we had club training races. They upgraded me to race with the cat fours. I got s dropped so hard, like just watch these dudes right away, like an hour and a half in. And I remember being like, I'm just not strong enough. And then it was later that year I was a cat three and the next year I was a cat one. And it's like, I didn't do anything special. I raced a lot and I had someone who was like, this is what you're going to do and just do what I tell you. I was like, cool, I'm in. It, it's when you're, you're super focused, you are super consistent I cannot tell you, Alex, how many people like I'll open up training peaks and just three days are red and they're like, oh, things came up. And it's like, cool, I get it. They're just they're just not well, on a track. Well, they're not they, gonna you, have to, you got you gotta have commitment to sparkle motion. And you dude, it's your consistency is you know, I don't know if you've it's heard great, it. It's like but it's it's it's, uh, it's, it's pretty damn good. Of dude, yeah, you know, we're not really talking about skipping workouts much, no. Dude, um, I look back. I don't think. Okay, two weeks ago you missed a recovery ride. Um, you don't, dude. You don't skip workouts. Well, I try not to. You don't. <laughs> Trust me when I tell you, there are um, a third of athletes. I will say are in your boat of really dedicated to it. And so the other reason is that I want you to do some of these races with Cat Three Fours. Is from what I had always remembered was when I got to cap three, that's when I started seeing other super dedicated people. Like from day one, when I, I fell in love with cycling fast, I was like, okay, I want to be a cat one one day. And it wasn't until I started doing regional cat three races that I was like, oh damn, I'm going to feel the 50 dudes. Everyone is training. It was super okay. hardcore. And that was really motivating to me though, because, you know, being in the Southeast, you know, you get to do, a lot of races without having to go too, too far. You know, there's a lot of stuff in Georgia, Florida, whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Also, thank you. Um, whereas for me, there was stuff within three hours, but it was really more local. Like you could be a big fish in the little pond very easily, but mm -hmm. then I would drive five or six hours and it was a whole different ball game. And I was like, whoa, down here in the Southeast, the competition I would say locally is much better. Um, I don't know why that is, but I actually think part of his geographical where I lived, Canada was right above it. So we really were only dealing with three hours south of us. Not to mention just a long growing season. Um, yeah. So either way, but do the but, cat three but, races will be good for you. Let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. Because the energy budget has to be timed for 45 minutes rather than two plus hours. I imagine that both the surgy aspect of a crit as well as the strategies that people employ to get away are probably quite a bit different. Um, 
as well as the feasibility of getting away, as well as the feasibility of catching people. Can you kind of expound on that a little bit? Because sure. I mean, I can I can easily picture the math in my head. Like, well, I, I can I can obviously go you know close to threshold for less than an hour, which I'm or and surge above it, uh, you know, here and there, in a way that I would not do yeah. in a road race. Because Yo, hang on for one second. My dog's miles. at the animal hospital. Hang on one second. I'm very scared of squirrels. But the, the, the question that I was posing to you before the call was... Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let me answer that. That's a good question. Yeah, so, okay. So, think of that as... And this is why this is, re- I, this is a great question because I was about to... My answer was going to be, think of it like a break in a road race forming over and over and over again, but you're in a cat four or five road race, so that's not really happening. What it's going to be like is you chasing the guy on the hill, you following him, three guys bridging up, counterattacking, that might happen a lot. That being said, it all depends on how many cat threes are in the race. Cat four fives are known for being a blob and kind of just like chasing each other, kind of riding around together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Three, Mm -hmm. four should be different. So yeah, there's going to be way more VO2 max efforts. There's going to be way more like one minute surges. Mm -hmm. There's going to be way more intense, heavy breathing you're not going to be able to follow every move. So this is mm-hmm. where playing your card, it's like, okay, what move am I committing to? I was going to say, if I see, if I see something, somebody go off the road, that you know, my, my automatic impulse should not be to get after that. Cause um, I think the amount of energy I'm going to have to expend elsewhere in this short, but very intense races. Um, I mean, I've got a certain amount. I'm probably going to be using wait, more. Say that part again. Wait, wait, sorry. Let me, let me put it differently. Yeah. I'm going to, need more i'm actually going to need more of my anaerobic work capacity in this race even though it's shorter yeah um and it depends though like you get in a break early and people don't chase right away and for you and three four guys get up the road now your pace lining super fast you're really just doing like over unders you're going you're pulling hard the next guy's Mm -hmm. pulling hopefully you're all equally matched um and working together to get away and stay away um and then you could do a crit where it's not a ton it's like anaerobic in the beginning and then it's like an ftp ride vo2 max it's gonna be hard it's gonna be yeah um but i can handle hard for 45 minutes it's, it's when it's unnecessarily it hard for two and a half hours that it pisses me off when is, it's is it 45 or is it 30 it's 45 okay. uh, it's like 35 36 laps um it's when it gets unnecessarily hard for like two, two and a half hours in 90 degree heat. And they're riding it like a crit half the time. And the other half of the time, it's like okay. low recovery for me. Huge, that makes me mad. Huge thing. This course has uh, like a stair step on the backside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people, that's it's you want to get up at the race because then you go into the downhill and it's a turn in the start finish and it gets strung out, dude. You need to be staying up towards the front. People will get dropped simply because they're not going to come around that corner fast enough. And you come through the start finish and you go down a slight hill and then it's back up the climb. And once and, and you know my and you know my cornering isn't great. All the more reason not to be in the back. If you're mm-hmm. going to go slow, make sure you're slowing people up behind you. Well, one thing I learned inadvertently in a couple of road races where I was on the front or literally on the front for whatever reason was when I do have my choice of line, my preferred choice of line. If I, if, if the spaces like were truly perpendicular is to go close, have the apex of the turn be right by um, right. Like where the curb is on the right, if I'm making a right turn, because yeah. the line. So basically go wide to wide. And yeah. Outside, my, inside, outside. 
Well, what that what aside from the fact that it's the optimal tangent line to the corner, the reason I when I have my choice of line, I take it that way is because it doesn't seem like anybody can really come in under me without hitting curve. It doesn't seem like they can really go over me without hitting yeah, curve. That's called when people dive bomb and they come in and like, you know, cut the corner. That's super annoying and frowned upon. So no, you're taking it the right way for sure. Um, if I can get away with it. Just keep in mind, my tolerance for how much I can lean my bike is still a work in progress. There's not much leaning in this one. It, it's a little bit, but... Oh, the corner are the corners, are the arcs not like... It's not horrible. Let's just put it that way. Okay. You get to ride okay. the course first, too. And actually, that's assuming that they're going counterclockwise. I don't know which way they're going. Um, but either way, that hill... But there is a riser. There's a rise. It's yeah. It's a rise. It's a rise for sure. Like I mean, a, I hear that. I hear that's where it gets broken up, and I mean that's apparent from a couple of videos I've watched of this thing. Totally. Um, and I don't. I mean, I have no idea whether I can really sustain that. But uh, stop thinking I, that you can. You. I'm optimistic about 45 minutes. It's 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 when they do all these surges and it's two and a half hours that it pisses me off. It's like, why are you doing that? <laughs> Well, it's wearing people down and it's making people upset that they're doing it. And it's, uh, right. Yeah. I mean, but for 45 minutes, you're good and just stay towards the front, watch people trying to get away. People will probably get away at some point. Yeah. I mean, I don't expect to have a good result in this one. Now, I'll tell you what. For Wait a minute. What? Why? Dude, I mean, it, it, I'm. We literally I, I, just I, talked I, about your watts. We, you're, you're, going, you're going for the podium. Well, of course, I'm going for the podium. I just, well, no, you're I not, because the way you just talked about it, you weren't. Well, no, I figured to talk from an actuarial statistical point of view about the likelihood of my getting there. I mean, that, that's what I'm talking about. Is, uh, is with that mindset is zero? Going in with thinking, I'm not going for a result? All right, all right. I'll have a winning mindset. But I mean, Dude, you think it, if you don't think it matters, I, you, I promise you, you are dead wrong about that. No, I mean, I, I feel you. I don't think you're necessarily wrong. I, I, I think what you interpret as negativity or pessimism from my end is actually just a kind of blunt quantitative realism. Like, I Which is what I've been trying to explain to you, trying to quantify way too much. Yeah, I know. It's really think, a down for you quantify. Oh, well, I have these watts for this minute. That, dude, the bike racing doesn't work that way. No, I, I know. have won so many bike races and I am not the strongest person. I cannot, cannot be more adamant about that. The like, problem is with with, with with my experience situation, I've set up the opposite at the moment where I'm situations which favor Watts for me are more favorable at the moment because I'm not that great of a strategist. I mean, I'd like to get Which is there, why but, you go do it. Yeah, you get the yeah. practice and you go learn and you go do it. And you, but to go into racing like, I'm not going to do well. You're right. You're not going to do well if that's how you show up. Go in opportunistic. Be like, I'm going to look for a good move. I'm going to make a good move. And then... Um, It'll be a m much better chance of having that podium actually happen. Dude, mindset is everything. And I, I will, I have to give the, um, I was at a race and it was like, it was actually, I think the second year I was a cat one, huge race in upstate New York. And this, I was extremely nervous in the mindset of I'm not going to do anything at this race. Like there's all these amazing riders here. And this guy from my club was on the sideline and he was like, yo dude, you've been training all winter. Everybody puts their bib shorts on the same way. And it was like super cliche, like whatever kind of cheesy. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, he's right. Like screw it. I'm just going to go race and just 
every worry and every like, I'm not good enough, just went away. And there's a guy, Jesse Anthony, I don't know if you know the name, huge rider, went pro and was pro teams could only have three riders at this race. And long story short, he was like up the road riding away from everybody. This team from Canada, I attacked with this guy and we started like picking people off that had kind of gone up the road. It's like ones and twos and ended up on the podium. Dude, I could not believe I, I did not have that mindset. And I thanked that guy who said that to me because it literally took away every, I'm not good enough. What I don't deserve this mindset. And, uh, that was a huge mental breakthrough of like just having a winning attitude of like, you know, I'm going to go race my race. Anything can happen. I mean, dude, I'm going this weekend to race like Steven Bassett, Nate Brown, like on paper, 0% chance of winning. Am I going thinking I have a 0% chance? Hell no. I just got to figure out a better way to get to the finish line. I can't wait till the climb. You know, who can I get in a break with? Can we get enough time? There's a lot of variables, but if I quantify Watts, and I mean, this is a race where it's going to end on a seven mile climb. Watts per kg matter. There's no way in hell I'm going to look at that because I have no chance against those guys. Don't think of it that way, right? So like same thing to you. Don't think of quantitatively everything. There's a lot of other factors that are coming to play. Well, don't, 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 don't think I'm sitting there st- staring at my Garmin watching my Watts and you crashed into somebody if you do. No, nah, you're thinking of it all before. You've pre-calculated the loss. <laughs> <laughs> tell, me, tell me a little bit about what you think about the TT because it's, it's about three miles, three and a half miles out, three and a half miles in, and it's, it's very climby. It is not a flat TT at all. Yeah. So, There's a climb to finish, too. Now, I mean, I, I got a little bit of um, opportunity to kind of noodle around the idea of pacing yesterday, mm-hmm. and I think for the first time ever that I've, like, attempted a, t- a time trial effort, I actually, like, I really hammered it on the rollers, but not so much that, you know, I was going to be toasted, but I really tried to adjust my wattage in direct proportion to the incline on which I, yeah i think and, it's I spot mean, I think, on dude yeah. I, I think that's spot on in that saying like you know keeping watts under 350 on those overs and then when you're going fat get as arrow as possible if you're spinning out like you know get arrow um on the downhills as dumb as it sounds it's fastest average speed wins you know, the watts don't matter. So think of going fast. So as you're going up a climb, if it's short enough, yeah, surge over it, but not so much that you obviously blow up or that you like hit the top and are so gassed that you can't keep pedaling. No, you, you know, I'm a big believer in pedaling consist- consistently over the top of things, downhill, uphill. It doesn't matter. Like I, I will pedal downhill. So it's just like, you just got to be thinking, how can I keep this going quickly? How can I be fast? And it's a really, I mean, just the way you said it, like surging over these is good. Um, some people are like, what's my average power going to be? I'm like, don't look at it that way. Think of it more as like an over under a lactate clearance workout where you're surging over, you're coming back down, surging over a little bit to keep, keep the speed going. Yeah. If you feel slow, ask yourself, can I go harder and not pay for it? That's going to make me go slower in three minutes up the road you know what i mean like i mean i mean the nice thing is it's seven and a half miles so i mean you got to figure it's a little bit of with the climbing it's going to be a little over 20 minutes probably but still like it's reasonable to say i can more or less go all out um mm-hmm. take, hey take care, man. Best can i can I, can I can i post any of this crit stuff online or would you prefer me not to it's like some good tips and conversation you have good no questions. of course please by all means I'm, sweet awesome. yeah if i if i ever say anything that's remotely worthy of insight or sharing feel free to use my 
words, likeness, whatever. Um, having, having, having said that, um, uh, best of luck to the Yorkie. Thanks, man. I appreciate it, Alex. Yeah. We'll, right. I'm going to go home and hopefully she's still kicking around. Mm. All right. Be well, fine. Take care, man. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. See ya.